to the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry. And this is two guys, two mics, two pints. And this is bottled number 62. Um, What a week. What a week. Uh, club football's back. Champions League is back. And the boys are back. Yes. That's us. What's up, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. Yeah, great week of soccer. Uh, everything's picking up again. We're seeing all the great players from international break make their way back. And it seems that a lot of the new signings and new appearances, I'd say a good amount of them are actually starting off really well, it's particularly in England, I will say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if you want to piggyback off that. I, well, if if we're going to go off two players in particular, they they actually played for the Italian league. Last season. Right, yeah. Yes, that's one Rumelo Lukaku, a Belgian international. I mean, it's literally the like both of the top goal scorers from that league. Yeah, know? so it's a, it's a nice little transfer for both players. It's, it's a big loss for Italy, but a big gain for England thus far. Uh, Lukaku already had one goal going into the national, international break, right? Yeah. And then he uh, capped it off with a brace this weekend. And, and scored yesterday. I mean, the guy can't stop scored. scoring. Uh, Ronaldo scored in the champs, too. He did. Not in a win, though. Ah, it's um, all good. The goal, the goal is the goal. But, uh, yeah, Lukaku scored two for Chelsea. And uh, as far as uh, Manchester United is concerned, Soon is back on the menu. That's right. He, he picks up where he left off, really, 12 years later. Yeah. Scores a brace. Um <sighs> Do you think those two are going to compete for the Golden Boot? Mm, I think they're going to be in the in the in the conversation. I but I think one is actually going to compete for it. Um, and people may not like my answer. Totally understand. Uh, but I think that's Lukaku for longevity, minutes, and just. Uh, I think you know it, it's it only makes sense that Lukaku is going to get more game time. Um, I think United have far better offensive options, so I think you're going to see uh, a lot of players be able to come in and pick up uh, minutes that... I don't think Chelsea are that deep in the forward position. And that's why I see Lukaku playing every game, which he has so far, by the way. I find that very telling uh, because you can't depend on Werner. You lost Giroud. Uh, and then Callum Hudson-Odoi is relatively inexperienced. So, I mean, it's Lukaku's team, whereas Ronaldo has to share with a lot of bright stars. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of like, like you said, longevity and health. I mean, both both don't really aren't predisposed to getting injured. It doesn't look like Ronaldo's slowing down. No, no, he's very active and and very involved with the attack. I don't know if he can play full nineties every three days, though. You know, because we are going to hit that part of the season that where you know games pick up. Um, but I just I just think Lukaku can has a. Uh, the chance of playing more minutes this season in totality. He's got less mileage for sure. Yeah, I mean, and so. that's not that's no uh, that's no like, you know, no knock on Ronaldo. I still think he's gonna he's gonna have maybe more efficient minutes. I will say, and he has so far. But uh, f- for the Golden Boot race, I genuinely don't see it happening. Are you sticking to your twelve goal prediction with Ronaldo? I didn't say twelve. I said twenty all comps. But I well, said, I, well I, yeah, twelve in the league. In the league, yeah, yeah. I I still I'm, I still feel uh, comfortable with that prediction. But he's off to a great start. But, you know, it is only a few games in. He can go on, on a streak even, or he can even go on a drought. So we have to see how the season goes along. I feel like um, it's very early to make, like, any rash uh, predictions. But uh, it's a small sample size is all I'm getting at. And for all we know, I mean, 
these guys maybe might stop scoring and then Kane maybe once he gets his legs under him he's gonna definitely yeah. you know, make that a nice scoring race I or, can't wait or even some kind of freak injury or red card or you yeah know, those kind of things happen but with these two you know there's nothing in their history or their career that would suggest otherwise right right um yeah but it but it is a long season and within the league and in champs so far both have shown pretty much the exact same thing yeah definitely which is which has been good for me in fantasy right right um what else is there to discuss i mean uh the uh you know i was looking at the uh the top four for the premier league which is um Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool, who's been kind of like a, I don't want to say a surprise start, but they've mm-hmm. had like a, yeah, a surprising start. Surprising, but not surprising start. Because they're, they're still really good and their players are really good. Yeah. But I didn't expect them to, to win all these games and to score as many goals as they have. I think, I think they have the highest goal differential. Mm-hmm. We might have to double check that. And, uh, yeah, it's Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea. And Brighton. And Bri- Brighton's up, up there? Yeah. And that's that's what makes me not take the table too serious right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's very early. But it's uh, I think that the people that are, or the teams that are top four, are for sure the top four, mm, you know, give or take. Because it's very early. But for sure, those teams deserve to be there. I just think that... Uh, it's only been three, four games now, Premier League games, I should say. Um, going into four, I, I don't. Oh, know. Everton's in in fourth. Oh, Everton. But okay. I, Everton's gonna fall off, but you know the usual suspects: Manchester United, Chelsea, Liverpool, and uh, and obviously Manchester City are up there. Right. Uh, and uh, up until this weekend, Tottenham were were in first place. They they got blown out by Crystal Palace, but. Uh, to me, it seems that those four teams are going to be, they're going to stay there. Possibly. They have the most depth. Besides Liverpool, I don't think Liverpool is all that deep as a team. They're a couple of injuries away or a couple of like weeks where a couple of their players are, are gone for a good while. Uh, mm-hmm. Between going into like a two or three game losing streak. Just huge, I think. Yeah. Um. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a. There's not really any surprising results, really. No, I don't no. think. Nothing has been very definitive for me, though. I have to say, like, there hasn't been a team I can really like kick my feet back and say, "Wow, that, that's an amazing team." Um, it's really hard to say that to point to one team and say that they look like the outright leaders. So it's a it's a nice mix of teams right now, and. Um, you know, I I still say that I have Chelsea as favorites. I mean, I picked City to win it, but after that, for me, it's Chelsea uh, off of depth. But I think uh, United has had a very strong start. <clears throat> pardon me. <clears throat> very star- strong start. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams to look out for. And Klopp has Van Dyke again. So, I mean, you can't really count them out. So, it's going to be a fun, um, you know, beginning to, that, to this season. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what it is. And the it's beginning. funny, yeah. It's funny that uh, ooh, that you know they they always point to the Van Dyke thing, but that's a defender. 
You yeah, know, you can't yeah. you can't rely on a defender. Yeah, a defender you know, of his magnitude to that back line is a big deal. But it, when, it when, when City loses Laporte for a whole season, it doesn't become a valid excuse anymore. You know, um, so I mean, I think for for the lack of depth that Liverpool has, that's a big impact. You know, well, they don't have a, a John Stones, and yeah, and that's my point. That's my point. And it's not so much for the quality of the player, but more because of the quality of the team. Not saying he isn't a quality player. He's probably the best defender in the league, although I find it difficult to say that now. But I'll say in the past three years, for sure. But um, Off of reputation. Off yeah. of reputation and, and, and respect and history, because he's won a lot of silverware. But my my question is, or not my question, but my observation is that he's a big miss for Liverpool based on that back line. I mean, think about it. He was out, and then you have to rely on Joe Gomez and Fabinho and uh, Kazak, who was there. It was just a mess, man. We saw Nat Phillips had to get burst on the scene very young. Yeah, and Fabinho's not even his uh, center back. Right. And so, Joe uh, Gomez got injured. So yeah. They, yeah, You they, juxtapose those two, like that group of players, and then Van Dyke. It's like he looks like, you know, the best of like the best. Shot. You know? Uh, but, yeah, man. I think it's going to be an interesting season. Um, you know, West Ham are also sneaky good, too, and... Brighton have been for me. If I have to tip my hat and give my manager of the month award, if I had to, I would give it to uh, you know uh, Graham Potter for his beginning with the team. You know, well you can see. I mean, if if you look back, because last season was yeah they played nice and they're able to get into decent positions, but they can't finish with Dick. I think they had the most like chances created with the least amount of goals converted. I think that was the stat. Mm -hmm. And they hit the woodwork more times than anybody. So their finishing was bad, but they're kind of starting to put it together. I don't think they'll ever be an elite team or like a top half team, but... I think they're a top half team. I don't think... For them to become an elite team, there's going to have to be a massive uh, change in, in starting from the front office, and that's not going to happen. That, so. that comes down to money. And yeah, yeah. A team like Brighton is never going to have that kind of backing unless they get some kind of... But, you know, once they once they do sell their players, which is going to happen eventually, Trossard, Grob, Malpai, those are all top players, I have to say. I've watched them play quite often. Top players? Yeah. No, like, I, my point is that if you put them on a top team, I don't mean they're top players uh, in terms of their position, but they can play on a top team and make a difference. It's like me saying Diogo Jota was top when he was playing for Wolves. It's like, he's top. I can see him playing in that top six and making a difference, and he's proving that right now. He's one of the best, you know, attackers on Liverpool currently, carrying the load for Mane and, and Salah, who aren't as he's very effective, dynamic as they used to be. But that's my point. And when I say top, I'm not saying they're they're best at the position, but they deserve to be playing amongst the best. I see what you mean. Yeah, because like somebody like uh, oh, what was that name of that striker? Old striker for Sheffield. He, was, he would score other goals. I'm forgetting oh, his name. McGoldrick? Now. Yeah, McGoldrick. Like he's, I wouldn't say he's top. I wouldn't say he is. But these <laughs> guys like Trossard, who, by the way, plays for the Belgian national team, I think he definitely can go to a top six team. And I'm waiting to see who, who snaps him up. It's a great pickup, whoever can get him. On my fantasy as well. It's so. like a picking up a Pedro Neto two years ago. Pedro Neto. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brian, Brian have been an interesting little story. But you don't think they'll? I'm keep not buying it into it. No. Whoa. But you don't like an underdog story, and and yeah, I don't like that in general. And you're notoriously cynical, so that's <laughs> just a bad. That's a bad mixture. But no, I I hear you. But I just have to tip my hat and say, uh, you know, 
Yeah, they've kudos. Been, they've been making it happen. I it, like seeing when the manager can do so much. I don't much think they're going to get relegated for sure. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. And I'm glad they stayed up, even though it was by, you know, slim margins. But that's a team that I, I've always said I, they play the right way. And by that, I mean, you know, they just uh, they move the ball around and they play like attractive football. They don't necessarily rely on a stalemate. And, and I, I kind of can respect that, you know. Um, but yeah. That a boy Fede. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to go for it. Didn't break. Didn't hit the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. See, but that speaks uh, to a, co- a player's confidence, though. Oh, yeah. He saw He knew what he was trying to do. just didn't. Yeah. It's tough to execute. By the way, watching this Inter team, it, it kind of spooks you out that... Uh, <laughs> oh, I say spooks you out as I say that, but that we don't see Conte in a job. You know, it feels so strange. To not to watch European football and him not be involved. It's funny. I was watching. I was reading a quote uh, just before we started. Um, I, I forgot who said it, but they're like, you know, he just wants to go into a winning, uh, you know, a situation yeah. situation where there may be like a piece or two away on top of his own management because he's an excellent manager. I mean, there's no really doubting it at this point, but he's not going to go to an Arsenal. He's not going to go to, uh, I guess, even a Spurs at this point. <laughs> He's going to go to a PSG. Uh, yeah, PSG, you know, that Manchester kind of United. You know, if that vacancy ever opens up, that's, you know, well, he's yeah, first actually, in line. The thing is, you know, wow, I would have saved Courtois. Yeah. Uh, that's assuming that United would give him a, a war chest to use, though. Because, I mean, you'd well, hope so, right? United, United aren't that far away. No, Personnel wise, they're not. No, 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 no. I mean, but he's gonna want investment, though. That's. I mean, he's. Yeah, he's gonna I mean, you know, that. they're gonna sign like two or three Italians, something like and, that, something to that. And effect. then one big name, and. But they're not. They're not. Like right now, I think they're a title contending team. Yeah, even, no, even, even despite Ole. Oof. Yeah, Ole. despite we'll despite, talk about him and and maybe. We can talk about him right now. I mean, I haven't had too much of a problem with his Premier League performance or Premier League, but I mean, he has had a few blips, most notably in the draw he got. I'm forgetting what the team may have been Southampton. Um, but, you know, I think he's been up to par in the Prem, but what we saw in the Champions League definitely upsets you a bit, albeit under murky circumstances, you get a player sent off. Well, And that's why I wanted to wait later to talk about it. Because uh, I don't yeah. want to give away too too many details on the Champions League. Okay. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, there's room for criticism for sure. But I've always said that United will only be as good as their manager are. And their manager is just good enough to be in the in the conversation, but not to actually be a confident It's funny. Leader. On Reddit, they call him the PE teacher. Yeah, yeah, they call him. Yeah, I've heard him call that before. Um, <laughs> he really is. Because he, he has all the people's skills of an actual teacher. And probably ch- knows just probably enough likeable about... Probably as shit. Yeah, I mean, he's, he seems like a decent bloke. And you can see why players would want to play for him, you know, play for him for oh, his enjoyment. Oh, come on, Modric. But it's, there's, a, there's a question mark of tactics and adjustment and substitutes and play style formations. You know, there's, there's a lot of things going on there. Uh, but you, I, I know United with a, with a maybe more eloquent manager, they would be a very scary team. Someone with have. a bit more to, tooth. Tooth and, and um, a little bit more a little bit more tactical expertise. I think uh, you know Ali's uh, managerial career is still young, and really he had only coached Mold up until that point. Starts coaching United off the rip, which is the highest level of football in my opinion in terms of the Premier League, and you know. Yeah, so of it's course. like that's you know, there's a, a big expectation with 
with yeah. uh, taking charge of United. And we saw how Frank Lampard did. We saw how Arteta did. So I give my kudos to Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, because he's hung in there and it's he's, never been like a dire situation. Yeah, it hasn't been dire, but it also hasn't been amazing. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a drought going on right well, now like in I terms said, of silverware. I think, I think we talked about this a few weeks back, maybe a couple of months back, but... They've always been in the thick of things. They've gotten a couple of semifinals. They've gotten <laughs> to some finals. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you don't get credit for not winning. But so they're like the Clippers. Uh, when have the Clippers made it to a semifinal? No, no. I mean, now now they have. They made it to a conference. But my point. Did they? Yeah. Last last season, they they lost to the Suns. Hmm. Uh, but my point being my mind. that they're. I mean, they're in the thick of things. They're making the playoffs. <laughs> But they never have the well. Clippers is a different story. But like, let's say uh, for United in particular, I think you do need um, you know, just some kind of um, tactical ingenuity. Yeah. Well, what I, what I'm saying is like it's not been such a incompetent job. Or oh, it's not terrible, but yeah. it's it's just good enough. You know? But there's nothing to show for. I guess is is what you mean, right? What what I will give him credit for is that times he is able to pull big results against tough opposition like when they play Liverpool or when they play City, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. They're able to do it sometimes. They, they show up. Yeah. Uh but then, you know, I like I said, so I think about the Southampton game, it's like where where was, you know, the killer instinct cuz that's one thing about these teams like Liverpool, City, Chelsea, when they smell blood against a Bournemouth or against a Norwich, they're going to route them, you know. Do you think that comes down to the manager though? Like, uh, do you think it like those teams are in that position that oh we have club so we're gonna win or we won because we had club? Well, the way this is the way that these teams that like that I mentioned, for example, line up against teams like United is a very you know um, uh, I'd say pragmatic style, and I feel that United tend to play that at times as well. Although they have great attackers and they're quick on the counter, but when they match up against a team like that, they struggle. Whereas where they match up against a team that risks themselves more, um, I think they find great success in that. But, you know, that's even a separate discussion in itself. But I feel that that's something where Ali would have to improve on is on those little games. Because if you look at last season, if you would have been like, oh, right, if they would have beat fucking West Ham that day, they're, you know, maybe five points off City. And then if they would have maybe beat Southampton here, and then it's those little matches against Newcastle, which that was a good sign for them. But... Uh, you know, matches like that that do make a difference. And, um, you know, the league is more than just the big games. It's a consistent marathon, you know, uh, which maybe Ronaldo could be that, that uh, you know, little fix-it option. I feel like, like the team would want to be more impressive because of Ronaldo. You know what I mean? There is a standard that, that is there now, I feel. Like, like you, you don't want to want to play, and, and if, if I don't play to a level where this guy is going to, be demanding because he's going to be demanding the ball right at his feet, right at his head, whatever it is. The coach is going to see that. I'm not going to play. Yeah, you know? there, there is that level. There, but that's a, a dangerous road as well, by the way, because you can also. You, you Yeah, you live by the Ronaldo, you die by the Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, there can be some ramifications, but I think it's healthy right now, and you can see the level of United raised for sure. It's not too different from when Zlatan got there as well. He, he started off really hot. But Ronaldo is is a bigger deal because of uh, the past, you know, and still the you know Ronaldo. But um, yeah, man, I mean, it's it, I think for a United fan, uh, for a United fan, this is the most exciting time in a while. I want you. I want your opinion on how you feel about uh, Pogba uh, starting off hot with seven assists. 
Oh, I, I think um, that's it's a massive achievement. You know, the the question is is how how consistent can he be? Discussing stats in, in September is is cool. It's a nice topic, right? But I think uh, looking too far into it is is not a good representation. But that's an awfully hot start. My question would be how how great do you think he can do to keep that up? I think he has good uh, you know tools at his disposal right now in terms of the attacking options, but. Um, yeah, it's it's a very much a, I would say, a, a few factors. The biggest one being health, and the second being morale. So you got to be in the eleven all the time. So if he wants to finish at the top of that table, for assists, he's gonna have to play the games, which I think he will, by the way. But yeah, he's a he's a shooting starter, I think. Yeah, um, um, but I th- yeah. I think the seven assists out of four games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, like, let's like, be honest. If huh? you, if sorry, to, not to cut you off, but if you take out the Newcastle game, it's like three assists, because I believe he like assisted every match, every goal on against Newcastle, or at least three goals. Or something. He assisted two. Oh, okay, uh, but yeah, that, so, that, that's, yeah, that accounts for five. a large part of it. He's, yeah. he's at he would be at five without Newcastle. Mm-hmm. He had a four, he had four assists. And I think, I think that first game. Oh, where, so it was no, my, uh, maybe it wasn't Newcastle. It was one game where he had a crazy amount of assists. I think he had assisted every single. Yeah, goal. so he'd be at three. Um, yeah, not the Newcastle. Three game. out of four divided by you know. No, but that, I'm not taking that away from him. But I'm saying um, that's how it's easy. It's easy to get I, carried away with it. Yeah, you know? and and that, and I think that's that was going to be my big my bigger point with with stats in general is you can concentrate a number of stats like a player can get a hat trick in. Like a player 15 gets, minutes yeah. a player get yeah exactly but a player gets three hat tricks a season like that's amazing getting three hat tricks that's mm-hmm. obviously awesome but that's also nine goals yeah yeah and, and a player let's say they get 17 goals a season um, dispersed into 36 games well if nine of them are in three games that means that he only got eight in the rest of the 30 games yeah so you, you see what I mean like that's that's not good. No, but it's still it's still impressive because yeah, of course, because like, you're you're referring to those nine goals, and then those nine goals wouldn't be as impressive if those are the only days he scored. The days he gets hat tricks is the days he scores three 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 and never scored but again. But let's say those are like bottom five teams, and sometimes it's not bottom five teams. So yeah. it's more impressive when you do it against a great team for sure. But I guess in totality for the season, it makes a good uh, I think yeah, arguments in terms of comparisons. Yeah, it's cool, but like also like. When you concentrate goals, it doesn't really tell you the whole story. Because, like I'm saying, is he went ghost for half the season. If you're counting, and that's that's assuming that he'd only score those nine times. Well, on, like, on like I said, like um, you know, if you take those nine nine goals and then add eight more, that's 17 goals. That's great for any player, really. Right, right. 17 goals is awesome, but that's also it's basically a goal every other match. Mm. A game is, th- I mean, a season is thirty-eight. Right, right, when you average out the goals, but when you concentrate it in the actual game time, it's much less than that. Well, I mean, you can't score every minute of the game. You know, that's that's just unheard of. But that's why we average out. You know, the t- the totality of the season, and and it's not like right. So we, at the end of the season, when Pogba ends up with like, let's say he doesn't break the record, let's say he ends up with fifteen assists. Yeah, and. Honestly, I don't know how he would only end up with fifteen, with eight more assists. But let's just say he does. You know, they're gonna look at the total body of of games. He's like, oh well, he had an assist every other game, which right, is, right. I guess, not bad. But it's more than what he's done before. And people are like, well, he he's actually a really good player. 
And we forget that he had seven assists in four games in the beginning of the season. And yeah. you, you don't really look at that. You just look at it as a whole. And I don't think it's an accurate, necessarily an accurate representation of how the, their season went. Uh, and and that just ties into this whole mantra of today's pod, I feel, that I think focusing on stats now is, is just, it's a point, right? But, like, we're not even a fifth, a fifth of the way in, um, you know? So it's like... Yeah, it can, it can, you know, like it's for Spurs last year, they would have been champions if we only focused on the first month. But I mean, yeah, we'll see how, how well you can keep it up. You also have to remember players work in spurts. It's not a, I mean, some, some players are so good is that, that they can score game after game after game after game. Shout out to Vardy, consecutive goal scoring record holder. But not everybody can do it for a whole season. Gundogan had a, his purple patch where he was scoring every other fucking game. So, yeah, I, I don't expect Pogba to keep assisting at this rate. That would be incredible. We've, uh, never, we've never seen anything like that. And it's, I don't think it's going to happen. But you can be optimistic as a fan and, and hope that, you know. Well, the thing for Pogba yeah. is we're lucky that sideways passes count for goals. Or I mean, assists. Because you have Bruno who has a cannon he can launch it anywhere 40 yards out Ronaldo you pick a point you could pick a pass and Pogba is actually really good at that and Ronaldo's gonna finish it Greenwood who can cut in and and finish off a play Cavani whenever he puts in his minutes and Rashford when he comes back Sancho so he has options he has tools Mm -hmm. and I would struggle to think that Pogba is not gonna get close to the record I mean, it's very likely, but you mentioned all those players, and all those players very well can be assisters as well. So yeah, think exactly. About he that could be well. finishing. Yeah, he he could have a pretty good uh, goal assist ratio as yeah. well. And then and like we're focusing on the stats in the, in such a short stint. You know, Mikel Antonio is probably one of the 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 most efficient players at the moment because he's even got a red card at this point. But, I mean, he's, yeah. he's filling up the stat sheet. So, it's yeah. like it's very impressive. Oh, shout-out to Benzema, who, by the way, has the highest uh, goal contribution record this season. In, in We're not even a month in. Yeah. So, it's Well, I it's mean, cool. that's Benzema, though, cause, and we know that he's, he's about it. He's a, he's a good player, for sure. Yeah, great, he, player. Histori- great player. Yeah, historically speaking, he's, he's about it. So, it's not an outlier for him. Well, we don't know that. I mean, for this season, things can change. That's my that's my point. Like, you know, it's it's hard to base um, the whole season off of, like I said, a mere fifth of it, which I don't even think it's a fifth, but that's just me grasping a number. But, you know, um, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, Benz is uh, five goals, four assists. And he's playing so good right now. Um, but anyway. Harry Kane, it reminds me of Harry Kane's season last year. Sure. Yeah, it's exa- it, it's just like that same kind of uh, dependency, I would say. Yeah, Madrid is a. Uh, they're lacking in attacking options, but Vinicius, has been a revelation so far this year. He's been playing really good. Uh, he's always been very direct and not hesitant to dribble into players, take on players. Uh, it was just lacking the end product, and man, he's he's definitely at it this year. You can see his composure. There was a goal against a. Um, who they play this weekend? Um, uh, Celta Vigo, Celta de Vigo, where he was one on one with the keeper, and probably early in his career would have skied it or shot it right into the keeper's hands, but he took his time and uh, picked the spot. Um, I don't know if you've watched any Madrid this season, but 
I like what I see from the kid, man. He's he's actually living up to the to the price tag they paid for a 16-year-old all those years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a good player for sure. Um, but uh, Premier League, anything else? Um, I mean, I guess we touched on it, but uh, <laughs> and we've talked about it this week. You're not that impressed by the by the brace of uh, the Ronaldo return. No, I'm 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 impressed by it because it's his debut. But you know that's it. Like I remember, a lot of people overreacted when Gareth Bale scored a goal too after it had been so long. It's very similar to that for me. And I think if it was any other player on another team, if it was uh, you know Callum Wilson, nobody's gonna make all that noise. Or if Troy Deeney made a return <laughs> to Watford, you know, this week and scored twice, we're we're not gonna hear all that noise. But yeah, it's Ronaldo. He's, that's what he does, you know. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's Ronaldo, and I think that's that's the point is people, you know, people like validation, right? And and they're like, see. See, Ronaldo is about it. Ronaldo, he's not done. He, he, he is, mm-hmm. you know, great. It's like, yeah, no one's ever said otherwise. People do that with Messi too. It happens with all these. Players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially with these two, they have the biggest fan bases of any athlete in the world. Um, but it's like, why do you guys need that validation? You guys know. Well, I mean, maybe the fanboys just love to. Fucking rub it in. It's you know. it's good to be proud of who you go for. So I, I don't hate I don't hate people for doing that. I just oh. don't like it when when um, you know they make predictions for the whole season based on a small moment like that. You know, it was a great goals by the way, weak foot and good runs. Uh, opposition is you know uh, fringe championship. You know, let's not forget. I know they were in the prem last year. They got some really good individual talent sprinkled in that team, but. It's Newcastle, you know. That's that's a team that if you're a top club, you're expected to show up, you know. And I think it's great for Ronaldo. I, and then we ask, can he keep it up? And then he scores later on in the week, and we'll touch on that later. But in the Prem, you know, I'd love to see it. I just don't think he's he's uh, that's going to happen every week where he's just going to. Oh, it's impossible. It's yeah, and, you know, and and. I mean, the record. Let Let's not forget is three Alan thirty. Shears, yeah. Well, for for a season. Oh, for a season yeah. is uh, 31, 32 goals. Yeah. Um, a strictly I think Liverpool affair. I think, yeah, uh, Suarez and Salah. That's not a goal in a game. No, yeah. And, and you forget that there's games where these guys score three or four in one game. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's my point is that players yeah. go on patches, you know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just not realistic to, to expect a brace every time, mm-hmm. even if you're Ronaldo or Messi. Even though they went through that patch for like two or three years where they had no, like uh, stupid numbers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, different different level of play. I feel you know, just yeah. that's different. But uh, man, that was crazy. It was just like, oh, well, who scored this time? Oh, fucking Vinny, Vinny, Vidi, Vici. Verdad que no es el Tavigo, man. Ah, oh, he took three guys, man. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> You're not impressed by Vinny? I think he's a good winger, but like, uh, I think there's there's a good amount of wingers that are just as good as in in the world. You know, I mean, I mean, just specifically in his position, I like Pedro Neto just as much, and and other players around the world. He's a he's a top player though, and he's he's improving. Which that oh I can, yeah yeah yeah. Well can, yeah, he's still I don't know, eighteen nineteen. Yeah, and that's my point. Yeah. Is that he's still very young. I'm not yeah. shutting him out, but I'm saying like there's players mm-hmm. at his age that are playing similarly yeah. well. Oh, know? that's that's totally yeah acceptable. Yeah, but the the weight of the Madrid shirt weighs a lot, not only in perception but yeah. also in pressure the, for him. The, yeah, the the. 
one thing that those guys don't have is they're not wearing their Madrid shirt. Yeah, and then you see it, and you know he wears this. What does he wear? The seven? Or not quite? No. What what number does he wear? I don't know, like twenty uh, or something. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, it's oh, 20. it is twenty. It is twenty. Oh well, yeah. In that case, I I, don't, I wouldn't say, but a lot of times too, like when in, in let's say more 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 than anything, he's occupying a very historical position for a Madrid player. Every Madrid winger has been top. Going back to Bale, Ronaldo, obviously different ends, but you know, there's that that perception of like, oh well, he's Real Madrid's winger, he must be good. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that perception, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude's got pace for days. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, she, she so that, the that's, Sterling, that, you know? that's a little bit of the naivete. How yeah. do you say the word? Yeah, yeah, naive. Yeah, I would say, oh, well, I, I wouldn't know how to use he, it with naive, I would say. You, uh, you know, he's supposed to flick that on back to Ben's. Yeah. But he, the, he wanted to finish. He's confident in himself, which is good. The ineptitude. But, I mean, he still gets the the corner, which is, you know, that's it's just as good. Not always lost. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, what else? Uh, Prem-wise, uh, uh, well, speaking of Newcastle, I really like their shirts. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I, uh, I'm considering getting one because I like the way the stripes are lined up. Yeah, it's a very un, unknown brand as well. Yeah, I don't know. Warrior brand? It's kind of weird. Was it? Really? That, I thought it was something else. Oh, no, no, not it's Warrior like brand. It's like Correa or something. I don't yeah, know, I yeah, it's it. a weird brand. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Uh, but I was like, okay. I, I, the only thing I didn't like is the um, is the uh, uh, the center sponsor. I oh, don't okay. really care for it. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's like a... Uh, Castore brand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's um, uh, What is it? Like an E-Trade brand or something. Yeah. But and yeah. I mean, in the for, middle, And then the middle is like a, some kind of Chinese sponsor. Right. Um, some laundry scheme. Nothing crazy, though, that I can think of in the Prem. I mean, it was a, a, a fun week. I mean, we'll, we'll obviously touch more when we go over the results. But I think for major headlines, that pretty much wrapped everything up. You know, I'm not sure if we ever did bring up the Benjamin Mendy thing on the previous episodes. Oh uh, no, we didn't. Uh, I guess it's a good, good time to talk about it. Yeah, and this is all allegedly. Um, you know, uh, it's pretty damning. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, he's accused of sexual assault, um, more detailed in a more detailed rape of four women, and other other cases are arising. Um, and he's been, you know, taken in by the Greater Manchester Police and is currently in custody without bail. Yeah, so he's he's actually in jail right now. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he's not going to be part of the team this year, by the looks of it. And if found guilty, he's probably lost a career now. Because it's not, I'm, and I'm not saying not to diminish the crime. There's people who have one case of it. This guy has multiple. I don't see him ever being a part of society again really he's gonna have to just yeah well if he's found guilty yeah for sure yeah so i mean well, uh, i mean good thing he's got enough millions hopefully yeah i mean he'll be for, for, for that you know he'll just you know hopefully wearing masks is still a thing in the yeah. future for him um the, well there was a there was like an interview or a report uh i, I want to say like a french magazine might have been a spanish but it was kind of a, it was kind of a tell-all sort of thing between different um, accusations, and one of them happened to be the Mandy thing, where whatever's, whatever he's being accused of is actually like worse than what we can think of. 
So Fuck. he like so it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it even goes as far as. Uh, yeah, I, I like, doubt it. Any there's any concrete like, descriptiveness yet. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't think they would. But right. And there's also things where like the whole Pianich and uh, and Arthur deal was a Mundry laundering scheme. There's like there's a lot of a lot of different <laughs> accusations and the whole thing about PSG like being that them being an FFP, uh, financial fair play, mm-hmm. is all bullshit. Uh, uh, there's uh, fuck man. I wish I would have saved the. I meant to send you the link too, but I yeah. It was a it, it was like a whole thing of just whistleblowing it within the world of football. Yeah, and you, know? you have to take it with a grain of salt because that also can be propaganda. It could be. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It isn't always true. Is yeah. Well, well the one the one thing that I, I guess I will say in in defense of it was that. Uh, it wasn't targeting one league. It wasn't targeting one person, one mm-hmm. club. It was like a wide scoping. Even even uh, it, it had something against uh, Real Madrid as well. Uh, Florentino. <laughs> yeah, ah, I mean, I'll, I'll look it up and uh, hopefully I can post it because it's like it was the pretty sun, interesting. Basically. It was a, it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of shit, and I was just like, wow, man, I, I'm. I know we we're not aware of all the nitty gritty and shit. And you and then my point is like you can't always assume it's true either. Cause yeah, that's it's too, very yeah. damning. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Until Anyone can say anything. Yeah, yeah really. we, I can tell you right now that you know Florentino was the you know the head of the reptilians heading the Illuminati. Yeah, and he's the kingpin <laughs> of the biggest human. You know, you yeah. could just say some crazy shit and nobody can prove you wrong, but nobody can also prove you right. Until the details are, are, you know, clear as day, that's when I'm ready to, to say it. And that's what I'm, that's the benefit I'm going to give, give Benjamin Mendy. But as a, as a fan of the city and, and the, the things I've seen him engage in, in the, his whole time there, I could say he's a murky character, doesn't take his job serious enough. Probably, yeah, probably not the kind of dude that you want your kids to be hanging out with. Mm. Well, I'm not saying he's a pedo. Oh, you know, I, I don't mean that. No, I don't. I mean, like, you know, like, you know, that uncle. He's a that, bad example. You yeah. know, that uncle that, you know, our parents kind of always told us to stay away. Uh, and he was too cool. Yeah. Too yeah. cool for school. Yeah, exactly. Too old to know. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but um, yeah, man. Uh, it sucks, though, man. You don't really you hate seeing that. And obviously we saw it with uh, Gilfy. Gilfy. Did, it, did it turn out to be Gilfy? Um, well, there's no there. It is guilty, but it there's no evidence that there nothing is. Oh, nothing has been uh, confirmed. Or yeah, so there's that's another one that's just in limbo. But it, but it is guilty, Sigurdsson. I'm I'm positive, yeah, because yeah. my 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 boy drafted him in fantasy, and <laughs> nobody <laughs> told him that. Uh, <laughs> that my boy's in the courtroom fighting for his life, you know. So uh, it's like ah I'm shit. For my life. But the the great poetic justice is that my boy Josh is first place. So I guess in in the grand scheme, you know, good karma. I don't know. Uh, it's a it's called a, a <laughs> it's what we call beginner's luck. Yeah, for real. But um, but yeah, that's it for the prem. Really, uh, you know, I, I don't want to. I could drone on about the Prem all night, all day, but I know... Well, that's what we're here for. Oh, uh, but, you know, we have some La Liga merchants like yourself. So, I mean... I've been dabbling. <laughs> Elche, huh? Elche. Oh, I, I like them. I like them. Valencia. Uh, Valencia, Elche, man. Mojica. Que jugadorazo, tío. Come to city. Hmm. Speaking of um, La Liga, what a, what a debut for Camavinga. 
Yeah. One King. sideways pass and, and people lose their minds. <laughs> ah, just kidding. Sideways man. pass into the net. Uh, no, but uh, Modric put on a, you know, a Modric performance. I don't even want to say masterclass because, you know, he got so many of them. Well, when I'm looking at the score. It's still nil-nil. So maybe he was the problem. <laughs> nah, maybe. Nah, I, I think he's always class. No, though. but Modric made a beautiful run. Well, the defending is, I have to say, questionable. And then um, yeah, he uh, tries to uh, score it, and the keeper blocks it. Kamavigan comes in to finish up, clean up, and scores a debut goal for his dream club. And all is well. Um, this hides the fact that he had a stinker of a game. He misplaced like four passes. And people say, oh, he had a great first game, blah, blah, blah. I think, no. Let's not sugarcoat it. Let's not. We don't have to hold his hand. He's playing for the biggest club in the world. Yeah. Um, he misplaced passes every time he touched it. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna say he's a bad player, but let's let's be real. Just because he scored a goal doesn't mean he had a great game. And that's all I wanted uh, to say about that. I'm excited. I'm excited for Kama being. I don't know if I talked about it enough in the last pod or the pod before. Right. No, um, he's a good player. He's one for the future, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Still so young. Yeah, so, like, you know, I think he's shown a lot of promising signs, and I feel like a lot of people forgot about him at Rennes because he didn't have a great season last season um, as opposed to his his first half of, like, the debut that he had. And then the second half yeah. was much more lukewarm. But now yeah, the, he's looking like, dang, you know. Mm-hmm. What the 1920 season was definitely what, what brought all attention. And Kamavinga has been on the radar for, I want to say, three or four years now. Yeah. Um, but he's been, you know, under the careful eye. And last season, maybe he didn't perform right, to right. the standards that everyone expected to. But he's still 18 years fucking old, dude. 18. He's a youngster, man. He's very still. young. Very young. So I don't know what you would expect from him. But uh, fuck, man. If if he's a, uh, you know, if, if he pans out, man. Madrid got a star for the next 10, 12 years. Renato Sanchez 2.0? I hope not. Uh, no, because, you know... But even I, then... I was just remembering having these kind of conversations about that cat five years ago, too. Yeah. But I'm not saying that's the case. But kind of similar players, I will say, in, in the role they can play. You think so? Um, in terms of, like, being able to play both sides of the ball. But obviously, I would say Camavinga's a, a better creator, maybe more, you know, better definition in the final third. I, I think he's, um, I think he's like a weird mold of uh, Clarence uh, Seedorf. Dog. Uh, <laughs> no. When we're talking about that, we're like, yeah, yeah. Like there's this sort of, um, I, I know, know a tendency to compare players. Yeah, a tendency that are from the same and a background. subconscious idea of like, oh, we're gonna compare black players to other like African. You know heritage, and players. I don't have a problem with that because we do that with with light skin players as well. You know, we do we do people did it with, and I didn't agree with this one. And this one was shamefully irresponsible. But comparing Kaká to Joao Felix because they look very similar, that's a that's a dumb mistake too. You know, but I think in terms of what they offer on the field, they are, they do have a lot of similarities. You yeah, know? he has a weird hybrid of a game. He he's not like we don't have a clear super, idea. Super super yeah. defensive midfielder. Like a Casemiro, but he's not as offensively versatile as uh, as Modric. But he's also able to be like a metronome, like Cross. So yeah, you know, hopefully uh, Madrid can figure it out for him. And 
Ancelotti two games in has, has given him playing time. So it looks like there's sort of a process there. Curveball, though. Um, since we're talking about midfielders in the same age group playing at top clubs, you have to take one, pick one. Um, you're going Camavinga or Jude Bellingham? Ooh, more polished today is Jude Bellingham. Uh, yeah. uh, I think as far as potential. They're almost the same age, by the way. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I don't know how far apart, but you probably know, yeah, like a few months, probably maybe like six, eight know. months. You know, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. Man, that's a good one. I, I, I mean, I can't pick one truthfully. I mean, like Jude Bellingham would be the safe answer today, but I think you know he hasn't. Kamavinga hasn't had as much of an experience yet. But I did see a comment that did piss me off about Jude Bellingham. People were like. Oh, see, he only got good because he went to the Bundesliga, because they actually play their young players. I'm like, bro, like, what are you, what are you talking about? If you're good, you play. If you, yeah, and and but people have this perception that English teams don't play their youth. When we've had cases like you know Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, Mason Mount, um, you know uh, Mason Greenwood, who's getting a shot. It's just about having the patience I, to. I mean, it's like to say that I these think, players... I think it's a lazy... I think it's a lazy observation. Yeah. Because every team wants to play their youth. It's, one, the most economic and practical option. But you... <laughs> they're the perception of a, of a homegrown talent. Everyone loves a homegrown talent. Yeah. Um, for every Mason Mount, um, uh, Jaden Sancho, Jack Grealish... There's someone like um, a Shelby. Yeah, you know, Shelby. Uh, John Joe is it John Joe Shelby? Yeah, John Joe Shelby, Liverpool reject. Uh, do you know how old he is? Uh, twenty nine. He's twenty nine years old. Yeah, and you would have sworn he's been in the league for. You'd swear he's thirty five. Yeah, yeah, he's been in the league forever because he got an early start. Dudes like Mark Albrighton, yeah. early start. So. It's 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 a bullshit thing and it's so so lazy. Yeah, and I, I just I like how that all tied in. I don't know, but I'll take Jude today. But Camavingas is right up there with him. Probably probably in terms of potentials up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, those guys are part of the select few that we're gonna see for the next fifteen years. Well, he had uh, this guy Camavingas top ten, or I think it was even top five un- under eighteen or under. So that speaks volumes. I think Gio Reyna's on the list too, which was pretty cool. Uh, and a few other players, um, Cherki from Lyon. And I will say, you know, the French League has been producing dimes lately, man. Just coming out like a conveyor belt. You know, it started with Mbappe, Dembele. Now it's, you know, Camavinga. So it's, yeah, it's so crazy that yeah. oh, just it feels just like a year or two ago that we were talking about Mbappe. And he's, oh, fuck, he's 17 years old. Yeah. And he's doing what? Um... Yeah, there's a natural progression, and and uh, people tend to uh, downplay it for yeah. some reason. For some reason, I don't even know. For some reason, even 27 is old. It's like, no, you, that's not old. That's young. Ah, uh, thanks, man. You should, st- yeah, thank you. Uh, I mean, you're welcome. Um, 27 nah, is young. You, you're not, you're just entering your physical prime at 27, 28. <sighs> And your your physical prime lasts for five to six years after that. Um, we don't consider that these guys are running miles and miles from the time that they're 17, 18 years old. 
Like a, a guy that that doesn't play for a, like a first division club when he's 19, 20, 21. Like, oh, that's a bum. It's like, no. <laughs> that guy's still running the same amount. You, you realize that, right? So when they start kind of breaking down at 28, 29, depending on how they've been run and their sort of own um, physiological state, you know, some guys just don't age as well. That, that's just the nature of, of the game. It's like, oh, well, he's, a, he, he's old now. It's like, no, he's not. He's, his body's just fucking worn out. Pedri, who's famously been run to the ground in the last year, has suffered a long-term quadriceps injury. Uh, he's fine. He's, he's, he's young. He's, he needs to ice he's, it. <laughs> he's fine. You know, when I was that age, I would just run the next day. And that's that. But and you that's know, why we're not running today. And that's my thing. I think when you're 27, that risk is higher, you know, than it is to a, a, a spring chicken. But it's not to say that you're not re- reaching your physical prime then or you're at your physical prime. But I think you can enter that prime early as well, you know. And that's why you want that initial prime rather than the late prime. <laughs> But, I mean, it's still prime. Prime is prime. Yeah, every, well, everyone's different. Um, and you also have to consider history. Like, well, oh, did la, you? La, oh, la. man. What a play. Sideways pass. Sideways what pass. Play. Just, just right on the bounce. Man, Madrid. What Ancelotti. A Against the Italian champions. Ah. Uh, <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, there's, there's a way to hype it up. There is a and way. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's why they call it the Champions League. The the Italian champs uh, without their manager and best player from that season. Right then. But they're the Italian champs, Papa. Uh, it took... Man, I'm not even going to hate. They got scored against Rodrigo. He's not even starting in the league. Come on, man. Yeah, but come on. 89th minute? If oh, Come on, Papa. No, I think uh, Inter played pretty good. No, nah, Inter are a decent team. Not as good as they were last year, and it shows. Just lost to Sampdoria this weekend. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, what a pass. I'm, I I hate Inter, man, so I'm glad that Raw won, but... But they have nice shirts, That's a bum franchise. Man. They have nice shirts. Well, get this. Uh, uh, Inter Milan... No, AC Milan has uh, played their first uh, Champions League game in about nine <sighs> years. Fuck, don't remind me. Today? Great game, though. Tough opponent like Liverpool at Anfield. Ah, yeah. That's one of those legendary uh, matchups. Yeah, and it was cool because this is the first time that AC Milan has ever played at Anfield. In a competitive setting. I mean, I think the only competitive setting they've ever had is like, you know, Champions well, I League. I think like friendlies and stuff. Oh, I don't know if that's happened, but I mean, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just know because yeah, AC Milan tweeted it to their like, our first time ever at Anfield. We hope we make it special. For a moment, they were about to. They played really well. Um... You know, had it not been for a, a few boneheaded mistakes, but you can't you can't feel bad for losing against you know Liverpool. That's their tournament, you know. Yeah, no, um, they drew it for a second too, right? Yeah, um, but you know Liverpool deservedly won. But I was very impressed with AC Milan. Kind of biased because I'm a fan, but you know, definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so yesterday the games were kind of boring. For the Champions League, and yeah, then today, yeah. like if you look at the scores, you're like, "Holy shit!" Although I will say, I did enjoy that Atalanta Villarreal game. Man, oh two two draw. Yeah, what a what a war that was. I didn't really catch that one. 
Yeah, I was watching that one in the the United game. You want to just get into the Champions League review? Let's talk about, uh, yeah, Champions League, and then we'll get into the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, Champions League is back in its usual format. Hopefully for good now. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to do it next year. Since the World Cup is in winter. Well, typically yeah. there's a Champions League winter break, right? Yeah. Well... For most leagues, the, the I think England notoriously has the smallest window because they do their Carabao and all they, that shit. They love Boxing Day. Boxing Day. And it's not about boxing. It's not the boxing you guys think. It's um, not about the daytime because it's pretty cloudy. Yeah. It, long story. They're playing like every two days. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Tuesday, September 14th. Tuesday. Uh, young Boys hosting Manchester United. There was a little bit of controversy here. The uh, well beyond the the Wamba Saka red card, uh, young boys won two to one young in, in the end the uh, thanks to a misplaced yeah. pass by Lingard. Oh Lingard! He had a he had a great uh, great weekend because he scored, and then goes and gives away a pass. But um, the young boys. And it turns out that a lot of Swiss teams have converted to this because because the young young boys are the best team in um, yeah Switzerland yeah uh, they use a artificial turf mm-hmm. uh, like a few MLS teams some yeah some teams uh, and it's one not good for your cleats you slip a lot mm-hmm. bad for your knees as we found I don't know if you found out because the last time we've played in the turf uh, my knees are fucking killing me you know I'm. I'm a spring chicken, so I I've never felt sp- that. Speaking, I don't. I've never felt that. I don't know what that. Your feels knees like. don't hurt. Nah, nah. Honestly, I, I have this tendency for running on my on the balls of my feet, as they call it, right right beneath the toe. You just bounce on it like a paddleboard. Sure. So that has uh that has changed my life, and I learned that on when I was running track and field, to avoid injury, just stay on your on your toes. But I mean, it's hard when you fatigue. You naturally take heavier you know heavier steps and then that's when the shock waves go up your knee and you could easily fuck it up uh, the um yeah the turf kind of um it does play a role for yeah, sure yeah the artificial turf adds body. to that um so i guess young boys started off with that and when you start the game they wet the grass what's well, turf so there's yeah. no need so the right. ball skates faster but as the game pro- progresses yeah the ball slows down because yeah. there's not the water to make it slick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, a lot of the United, uh, they reported that a lot of the United passes were becoming a lot shorter. Oh, okay. And it led to, you know, the misplaced passes. So so in, in turn that the young boys do it, a good amount of, I think a majority amount of Swiss teams are using turf now because of them. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I didn't know that, honestly. I yeah, didn't yeah, realize I mean, that, but I mean... I don't know it, if it's an excuse, like if no, it's a full-on it's, excuse. It's not a full-on excuse, but it is a benefit for young boys, clear. Clear as day. Well, yeah, that, that's what we call home home court advantage. Home court advantage. My only reason why I say it is not an out-and-out advantage is that I know it's it's unfair, but both teams played under the same circumstances. Yeah, they're, Albeit, they're more used to it, though. Of course, yeah, that's the only if, but it's not a stupid advantage. But yeah. it is to some extent. That's a great tactic. But, you know, I wish there was a rule where it could only be grass fields, you know. Because even when you have grass fields, uh, uh, groundsmen, they 
they have ways of tricking the field as well. They can make the, the well, grass longer. They, they can they make, make it, it drier. slightly longer, and they, they make it um, – they, they spray it before the game. Right, right. Teams in high altitudes and uh, that, are, that are in higher altitudes but also hotter climates, they sprinkle the water so the evaporation – Gets into like your lungs, yeah, like, yeah, like the condensation or whatever. Uh huh. So you you're struggling for air even more. Yeah, yeah. So it's like little things like that. Yeah, and yeah. My, my dad told me when he used to play in Mexico that teams would do they would water the grass and they'd be great. the The home team would be great, but yeah. you're not used to their climate, so that water getting up in your lungs and shit, it's even yeah, it's even worse. So you so you slow down even more. Um, yeah. So yeah, there, there's lots of little tricks even with natural grass, but that turf is a, I'm sure it's a whole different monster. The yeah. way the ball spins and and skids and stuff, it's it's different. It's yeah. a different. It's a much different bounce as well. Yeah. Uh, but either way, a team of Manchester United's quality, just quality, should not be losing. Yeah. Two to one. No, they shouldn't. I mean, it's, it's not a total. It was against ten men though. And and also the conditions that you described <laughs> it was pretty pretty early on too. I, I could understand why they would lose, but you know, some a lot of pundits uh, in Britain is, and you know specifically were pretty harsh on United, and they're like they should win those games still. I don't care. Well, pundits don't operate in nuance; they operate in headlines. Yeah, to some extent, but there I I do feel that there is some truth to what they they were saying. Oh, as of well. course, yeah. There's no uh, I, like I said, there's no excuse that they, they should just, be. They overreact to it, but my my thing was that he says uh, he mentions Liverpool and City. It was Paul Merson from Sky Sports. He's like, you know, I've got to say, uh, I think if uh, City and Liverpool go down to ten men, they see the game out. You know, they 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 have the ability to change formations, play the ball short, things like that. And and also the manager makes the right subs, and I feel that's where uh, United lost the game was um, not really uh, adapting to the game with ten men in a different you know formation with maybe some different players, and he didn't really uh, you know do that. So I think that's where the game was lost, and I think that's where other teams still can manage to pull a win out. I think Chelsea is another great team that even despite being ten men down, they they still play good. You know, it, it's almost like. Some people say it makes them better. I don't agree with that, but I think it does. I think sometimes some you can't play better with ten men. Yeah. Um, Especially if Lingard and, 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 and you, yeah. The, the, the crazy one is, it's highlighted even more when the guy that you sub in causes the fuck up, and the guy that, you sub out is creates, the guy who scored the only goal. Yeah. So like it, it create it, it adds more to the. Wow factor, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then to just to put the cherry on top, an American scores the winner. So now, <laughs> now all the the U.S. fans are on their hype train. But wow, U.S. fans will do that. Yeah, they tend to do that. All right. Uh, by the way, Pepe hasn't stopped scoring since he's been mentioned on this podcast. Really? Yeah. You know, for club and uh, country. Well, one game for country. But anyways, back to the topic. Jordan Peak Peafock. Uh, congrats to him playing in the Swiss league, uh, you know, getting a champions league winner. Nonetheless, it's a, it's a big deal, but you know, against 10 men. So I wouldn't get too hyped on that, uh, for us. That's a red card. I know. Right. Uh, You know, it didn't matter anymore. It was like the 95th minute or something. I, I expected so much more by the way, from this game. We're just watching some brief highlights from the Atletico Madrid Porto game, uh, from today. But, um, but yeah. 
that's a pragmatic game, and as pragmatic as it comes, those teams. Yeah, and you know, Atletico in the league have been struggling for their wins. They've been getting them, but they've been struggling for them. Yeah, hey, but they're getting them. But they're getting that's how they them. were last year. Yeah, they they figured to the it last out. day. I, I feel like they figured it out a little bit better last season than this year. Suarez isn't bailing them out. Yeah, but Griezmann just joined, so Griezmann. Maybe uh, maybe there's a little bit more hope for them. DePaul's sprucing things up, too. I don't, <sighs> oh, you don't really rate him. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, oh, like look I at hate, me. I'm I Argentinian. To, I deserve a spot. I hate to not give him credit because he's obviously a good player. <laughs> but, dude, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. He's got that, that, that Argentine premium to him. Uh, Argentinian premium. Yeah. Nah, he's nice, bro. I like him, but I feel like you know, there, there's a there's a million, not a million, uh, but, there, but there's, there's some Concacaf talent that's probably equal. All uh, I'm gonna say, Christian Roldan, we're looking at you. Ah, uh, just clowning, just clowning. <laughs> yeah, it would probably be more like Gio Reyna or Pepe. Ah, uh, Pepe. Uh, he's only bought into the hype because he's half Mexican. I gotta stand. Yeah. I wanted him so. Oh, every, I think I gotta be consistent. Him. I gotta be consistent, man. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, let's face it. He's been <laughs> more effective than Funes Mori. Yeah. Or uh, uh, my boy Pineda. Ah! Uh, I like, I fuck with his dance moves, though, so I, I'm not gonna hate on him. El Harripeo. He's got some sweet feet, man. I fuck with him. Keep him. He does a backflip. That's yeah. cool. Hey, so does Anthony Robinson, though, huh? Does he? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He's a stud. Yeah, that dude. Anyways, but um, so we went over the United game. We did, we did touch on the Atleti game. Thevia um, versus uh, um, Red Bull Salzburg. Oh, that was a great game, man. That was a top game. Top. There's your guy, Micah Richards. Yeah. Kate Abdul. Oh, my days. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a proper fit, bud. Yeah, that she is. But, um, yeah, man, that was a good game. Stalemate, you know, Salzburg had, I think, two penalties in, like, the first 30 minutes. Or, sorry, three penalties. They score one, miss two, and then Sevilla got a penalty. Um, And then they tied the game up, and it was just a good, it was a good match. It had so many, uh, you know, controversies and dramas, so proper. Did you Bellingham kiss Holland, huh? Yeah, I mean, shit, wouldn't you? Wouldn't I what? Uh, you know, give him a little a little peck. Guy scoring every fucking game. Like, <laughs> I mean, when when you see that, you got to show love to your strikers, bro. You know, we say, man, how man, guys, man, scoring once every game, that's just unheard of. Holland's like, "You sure?" Hey. That kid is nice. Uh yeah, sheesh. Nah, dead ass though. He, we got. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But yeah, Sevilla uh, versus Salzburg ends one one. Sevilla should be beating Salzburg. Yeah. No. In theory, yeah. Salzburg is uh basically Leipzig light. Yeah, and I think they're good. They're almost as good. Uh, they're the feeder club to Salzburg. I mean to Leipzig. They're the feeder. Yeah, well, but I mean, there's a whole sort of. Um, they're the Bayern of Austria, though. 
Yeah, but there's a whole sort of kind of fuckery going on within those Red Bull clubs. Red Bull New York, Red Bull, uh, you know, there's a Brazilian Red Bull. I mean, it's just everywhere. Red Bull Belgrade or... Belgrade. And, uh, you know, it's extrapolated within I'm just waiting the, for the Austrian and German clubs. The, 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 the Red Bull Toros in Liga MX or the something. The Red Bull Bulls. Grojo <laughs> sí. Toros Bulls. Los Toros. Damn, that'll be hard. Toros and then just a Red Bull sign. Hey, yo, uh, Red Bull, hire me. There used to be the Toros Nessa. Oh, really? They dropped down to the second, and they were uh, a good club. Uh, well, I don't know. know. Do you remember Pony Ruiz? The dude with the uh, ponytail? No, that was uh, Alex Aguinaga. Uh, no, uh, Pony Ruiz was this short. Bro, he, he probably was probably like 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. He's a small dude. Big old calves. <laughs> He was one of those dudes that had gray hair when he was, like, 25. Uh, gray, thin hair. Yeah. But, man, that dude, what yeah, a winger. It's gonna be he like played me. in Mexico for, like, the mid to late 90s through the early 2000s, man. What a great player. But, yeah, he played for the Toros Nessa. It's a little bit of uh, Mexico uh, Liga Mekis history. A little bit of trivia. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, the Toros Nessa dropped down to the second. What's going on here? Uh, no, no, I, I like it. I like it. I don't read it at all. Uh, it's not interesting to me. Ah, uh, fucking hell. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, that wraps it up for that. Um, what was the next match? It was, uh, let's see here. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear this or not, but uh, Barcelona at the Camp Nou. <sighs> yeah, no comment. Uh, they uh, they allow three goals. With zero response to Bayern Munich. They were close to scoring. They hit the woodwork a few times. Uh, unlucky, if I'm honest. But tres pipatos, tío. Yeah. Not their brightest moment. Um, to be fair, you know, they have a few absences. And, you know, the boys have been looking really sharp in the league. But, you know, I, I'll just chalk it up to bad luck. You know, two goals that Bayern scored were off deflections. I think uh, you just, you know, look at your boys that day and you're like, lads, we, we just didn't show up today. Ball didn't roll our favor. And keep it pushing. It's one group game. Listen, they were already not expected to top the group because they're not toppers. And, yeah, nothing to worry about, Barca fam. Visca Barca. Es mes que un club. Y nada. It's, it's a mes de un club. Uh, let, let, let's geez. not... Let's not... I mean, I'm not going to overreact, bro. It's Bayern. We're going to yeah. act like Bayern's a, a bad team? No. No, no. And no. And, but, but we were just saying that they are not at their best moment either, which well, is good enough to probably win the German League. I won't say that confidently probably. because because Dortmund is good, Leipzig is good, uh, and you have well, sneaky teams like, uh, I don't know, Mönchengladbach. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is... Barcelona's been skirting by... Skirt, skirt. Due to Memphis' good form. Yeah. And like having for, like fortunate results, but they, they're they not playing in entertaining football. They're not doing their typical game. They're not Barca of the past, man. <laughs> they're like, they're going to turn into slowly but surely like... Sociedad, Sevilla. And and if they are not able to fix their financial situation soon um, and hold on to a guy like uh, Koeman. Or Pedri. 
they're gonna they're gonna turn into that. They're gonna become like a a team that's trying to become one of the big two three teams. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think they they have enough quality to look forward to in the future. Yeah, yeah. And say, hey, we're you know we're we're just kind of rebuilding right now. We're revamping, but to fool yourself into thinking that they're gonna become this fucking <laughs> I don't know into this uh, league winning team in the next year or so. I I think it's uh it's foolish, and you, they're tricking themselves into thinking that because of Memphis' good form, that's not gonna that's not gonna last. That guy's not their guy for the future. I, uh, I I think um, Ooh what a pass I, I like to wrap it up about Barca there I think that's a good <laughs> spot All I'm going to say is Depay's playing great I think he's been amazing I think if he's another uh, another player in another league and On another team We're singing his praises And we're you know getting on, on all fours for him But since he doesn't have the allure of a Ronaldo Or or of a Messi, or of a Neymar, yeah. What a strike! Easy guy. How about Steven Gerrard? Picado in, into the grass. Oh, I mean, uh, Jordan Henderson. Pink, pink. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Depay. I think if he continues what he's doing, he's up there with the best player of the league at the moment. Did he play? Um, he did. He did. Hmm. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, Interesting Bayern's a top a top side in terms of uh, their fullbacks. Yeah. How about Yupa Meccano? He's a, a what quite a defender. A yeah. Wow. He's decent, and, and and I did talk shit a little bit the other day. I'm not I'm not gonna let myself go. No, I, mean, I did say that he hadn't impressed. Uh. But fuck, he's turning out to be that guy, and they need that because Bayern's backline. I don't know if it's, uh, Alfonso. <laughs> Who's playing? Yeah. Or, I mean, it's... Or if he's at 100%, but... I'll yeah, give Upamecano the benefit, but, I mean, he's on a great team. You know, he's not... He At the end of the he's day, still he, 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 he came and from he the best opposition in the league. I don't see him cocking that up is what I'm trying to say. He's in a good yeah, unit. Yeah, he's still got to play. I, I think he played... Yeah, yeah. And I think he played as good as a backup center back would have any, in any case. But... Uh, fair enough, because, I mean, at the end of the day, they got a clean sheet, and I, I think that's a promising sign for, for Bayern. And it's a worrying sign for Barcelona because they were able to create chances. They just weren't able to finish them. And I think um, Coleman goes back they, to the, the drawing board and, and maybe tries to add some spice in there. Well, you know? here's an interesting stat, and I think it's very telling. Zero shots on target. Right, right. No, and and uh, if if you watch the game, uh, you know there there was some off the woodwork, and you know there was a lot of great deflections and deflections that sometimes. Blocks. Yeah, no, no, and and deflections that sometimes end up in the back of the net the same way that Barcelona defended. So I mean, I think if you wanted to strictly look at it statistically, uh, I know you're a big stats guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going by the eye test here because I did watch that game and it frustrated me. Uh, but you know. I have to say that I'm not really too worried with Barcelona. Now, I think anytime Barcelona loses by three against any team, it's going to be a big uproar. And it's a good wake-up call for them. You want to do that now. If we remember last season, Real Madrid weren't having a great start in the Champions League either. 
You know, they, they were actually quite poor. So it's a tournament you grow into. You face your best opponent in the group. All right, dust yourself up, move on, learn your lessons. And that's a young team. I only expect them to do better. Um, now, if we want to be cynical about it. That's a lot of excuse making. If we want to put our Madrid hat on, that's a shit team. That, that's a let's, lot of let's excuse kick them making. And laugh. Let's kick them and laugh. Because they're not playing good. L. They're not playing good. They don't I'm, have anyone they can look to to bail them out like they had last and season. And we knew this. We knew this coming into the tournament. Like, I don't know why people are, are acting surprised. We know who we knew who Barca was. They're not Barca of past. Okay, so what's there to defend? No, no, the, the performance. Because there's a, lot of whole, there's a whole lot of defending going on right now. Well, yeah. But, there, but there's... I have what's to the, What's the silver lining is to hope that Depay catches form? Because Griezmann's gone. In the past, you could say, oh, maybe Griezmann and, and, uh, and Depay are going to be able to link up. Coutinho's injured. Right. What's the silver lining here is to hope that, that, that Depay grows into it or becomes a leader that he's never been? Um, I think he's going to do well. Continue to do well. I think um, we're, we are sleeping on uh, Ansu Fati. El 10. Carajo, el 10. And he's going to show you everybody that boy's why. Got, that boy's got degenerating meniscuses in those knees. This season, he's going to show everybody why he, he warrants that number. And I, I think. I, I want someone to tell me what he does. He's He plays football. That's what he does. I want to I know what he does well at football. Because I can go around the corner and see a kid juggling the ball. He does football. Yeah. yeah. I want to know what Ansu Fati does Well, in particular. All I can tell you is sit back, grab some popcorn, and relax because he's going to show you. Give him – I'm going to remember this conversation. Let's talk early December. Ansu Fati, you know, it's uh, Ansu Fatal when he's finishing. You know, I I think we're sleeping on that. Fatal in Spanish also means bad. And it also means deadly. So pick your poison. Um, but yeah, man. Well, well, Barcelona are fortunate that they have uh, uh, Dinamo Kiev and Benfica in their group. Oh, well, thank fuck for that. That's good. It's it's not yeah. like any other team has an e- uh, a few easy opponents in their group, right? I mean, yeah, they're fortunate. <laughs> yeah, we got the, the whole the way the way the whole thing is set up. Everybody has some bums they could play. But it's a Champions League. It's a Champions League, and, and some teams don't even have them. You know, for example, this like City's group is pretty tough. Um, you know, we can't all play against Shakhtar or Sheriff or you know, all these other teams. But I like how you know who Madrid has in their group. No, That's I right. just you keep a you keep a perfect. No, you know what's funny actually? I just I just know that because th- those are the first teams I watched this morning. But you know, obviously, I I care more about EE than any anything in the sport. To be fair. Um, We'll see, man. We'll see. You know, at the yeah, end of the day, I mean, I mean, City and PSG have a particularly tough group, and uh, yeah, and you know. they're they're off to a flying start. Well, yeah, they conceded three. Not PSG so much. Anyway, let's go down the let's go down the 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 the, the results, and then we'll we'll get into the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bayern thumps Bar- Barcelona three to zero on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dinamo Kiev post. Uh, Benfica from Portugal to a nil-nil draw. Yep. Boring. <laughs> I didn't boring. watch that one. I would hope it's not boring, but it probably probably was. You take the quality of the teams and... Who knows? Yeah. It might have been a barn burner. The teams just didn't fucking score. 
Maybe they maybe they hit the, the post a thousand times maybe like Barcelona. Maybe there was a bunch of good saves. Maybe good deflections. Good ba- blocks. Maybe there was good dribbles. Um, we'll never know because I'm not going to take the time to watch it. Um, Sheriff top in the group, though. Interesting. That, that's what a dynamic offense could do for you. But anyways, I've said too much. Way too much. Ah, no. <laughs> Villarreal hosting uh, Atalanta 2-2. Two two. Oh, that was a good game. I think I, That's I the Europa League champs that we're referring to, by the way. Yeah. Coño, why does this shit keep coming up? I think it's a sign, bro. Just let that run back. I ain't gonna let shit run back, uh, son. Just embrace that. Let's one. just put a different game on, shall we? Yeah. Um, that way, I don't have to look at these stupid idiots. Put that city game, bro. Act, act it was like eventful. Fucking talking about football. Nah, but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, teams that aren't as uh, enticing to watch, I will say. Um, what was the other match we were gonna discuss? Um. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> I like this. Um, I'm a sadist. Right. Um, Lille versus Wolfsburg. Lille is the ta- the French champs. Yep. Wolfsburg uh, found themselves in a Champions League spot. Uh, a nil-nil draw. I meant to say 0-0, nil-nil, and they kind of... Nil nil. Zil zil. Um, Malmo from uh, Sweden hosted Juve and lost 3 0. And then uh, the last game rounding out yesterday was Chelsea hosting Zenit. 1 0 win. Yeah. From none other than Luke. Yeah. It finished. It finished. It's like a Pokemon. Lukaku! Lukaku! Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> and that that was like unskillfully dribbling a ball, like yeah, chasing first it touch, down. First touch bounces off into fucking into, space and shit. And he's yeah. chasing it. Um, uh, he's a great player. And he's a good player. Uh, <laughs> Besiktas hosting uh, uh, Borussia Dortmund. What a game! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, where Haaland plays, Haaland scores, scores again. <laughs> I mean, is it going to be three consecutive seasons with ten Champions League or more, ten Champions League goals or more? I'd I'd say yes. You don't think so? You think he can get ten? Because he he's gone back to back years. Yeah, I know. Um, hmm. Or is he a bum? Well, he's not a bum because uh, uh, he's a future Madrid player. Ah, uh, and uh, that's quite hopeful, isn't it? Well, everyone is. That's the that's the bell of the ball. Uh huh. Um, oh, great ball to pie. That's offside. Good ball. Um, hey, out of boy, Pedri. That's not your position, my boy. Don't even trip. Yeah, don't get that ball because you're out of position. Come on, Papa. Fucking hell. Isca um, Barça. <clears throat> uh, sorry. Imagine excusing a guy. Uh, for not, not getting the ball because he's not in position. Fucking hell. Uh, what else? Um, oh no, we're talking about Holland. Um, is he gonna get ten goals this Champions League? Um, I'd venture to say no. I would. I would think so. I mean, they have 
Ajax, Besiktas, and um, Sporting Lisbon. Oh, yeah, that's food. He's got to be at, in this group stage alone, he should at least have eight, in my opinion. Like, including including what he has now. So, seven more in in the span of the next five games. Is that unrealistic? Four games. Oh, four games, sorry. Yeah, it's kind of unrealistic, huh? Yeah. That's a lot to ask. It's not. It's not unrealistic. <laughs> it's not unrealistic because of the, like the quality of his team, but that's a lot to ask. Wait, it's, it's more than four games though. Wait, no, because don't they play them once home and away? Yeah. So two games each. They've already played one. They're they're one of team. So so they've got one of the five games already. Ah man, it's fucking with my head. But yeah. Um, so they play each game twice. Right, right. And there's three opponents that they play. So mm-hmm. wouldn't that be so six there's, games? there's a possible 18 points. Okay, yeah, you're right. So there's five so games That's why I was tripping. I was yeah. like, wait, is my math wrong? Okay. Um, but it doesn't make a difference. That's still crazy. A crazy expectation. That's a, that's a high expectation but to ask for seven more goals. Seven and six isn't crazy because he does tend to do that hat trick shit. Ah, man. You know, for the quality of opponents, I, I would say that the minimum expectation would be four goals. That's, that's four fair. Four more goals. The minimum, the minimum expectation. Um, yeah, I don't see why it's not ten goals. Yeah, because he's probably gonna hit like six or seven in the group stage alone. Yeah, I mean, but then, but then, that's assuming that they don't have a hard draw. That he stays healthy in the round of sixteen, and then the knockout, or is it? Round of sixteen. Round of sixteen, and then quarter. Quarter, then semi. Yeah, that, that's assuming that they don't have a hard draw. Um, fuck. Now I'm talking myself out of it. No, no, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. The first time, I think th- they have a decent team to go pretty far. I mean, let's let's not forget if it wasn't for them facing City, you know, they were actually a, a worthy opponent. They gave City a really tough match. I think they were close. You know, so we can't forget about that. Um. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, what's the next match that we have? Uh, by the way, Dorman win that 2-1 late goal by Besiktas in the end. Uh, Sheriff hosting Shakhtar, Donetsk. We don't, uh, that, that was a top match between typical Europa League suspects. Ex- uh, expected more out of Shakhtar, I will say, but looks like a rough start. I don't know. Yeah, um... Sheriff's goals were actually both like in the box off of crosses and stuff, so not to not to you know diminish diminish it, but uh, it was kind of fortunate, you know, in the way the balls landed and things like that. So I will say that. But the cool the cool thing is that we got to see Adama Traore score in the Champions League, <laughs> and we saw Cristiano finally get an assist. Back to you, Nestor. That's uh. Uh, yeah, so these these are guys that just happen to same share the same moniker. Um, but do you think these cats were old enough to be named this before, like by the time that they knew the player, like their parents per se? No, it's <laughs> uh, just not possible. Man, I mean, Cristiano's probably not a terribly uncommon name. Because, like, think about it. Let's say Crist- uh, they're probably both not uncommon ass names. Let's say, let's say one of these cats is seventeen and R- Ronaldo's thirty six. When Ronaldo was nineteen, balling. Yeah. Do you think maybe someone would be like Cristiano? Yeah, I mean, there's, 
You're right. going to start seeing that more and more often, I bet you. Well, like, well yeah, um, our our children are probably going to have friends named Cristiano and, and like Lionel or, or even Messi. Like, there's dumbass <laughs> people. I've seen kids named Neymar. <laughs> I've seen kids named Neymar. Um, Neymar, come here. Yeah, I've uh, seen that. I've seen that. I'm not kidding. I, and I wish I was. I'm like, man. That, like, you have no reference other than a footballer. I know. <laughs> That's kind of funny in the grand scheme, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, oh, uh, oh dude. <laughs> you know, I, I like, like imagine, imagine us who fought to become something. Oh, he will. But yeah. I mean, like something, something. Ah. And, uh, you know, we're going to have kids named Ansu. <laughs> or Fati. It's or, like, do you, do you understand? He's like from, uh, I'm not, I'm. I mean, I shouldn't even pick a country, but, but just you know, for hypothetical whatever, sake, Mali. Yeah, whatever you know, country his parents may be from. Like you understand, that's a name uh-huh. probably means something to them. And uh, here you are, just naming him after a footballer. That's kind of disgraceful. Do you think uh, if if Iñaki was a big time player, we'd see a lot of Iñakis? Uh, well, Iñaki's a is a very common uh, Basque name. Ah, no kidding. It is, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh I think it's a cool name, but okay. anytime you have like a big athlete, I'm sure there's a bunch of little kids named LeBron out there. Yeah. I know. I already know Kobe's like around. Oh yeah. There's Kobe's. Yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> like, Especially out here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like, it's kind of cringy. Yeah. You a think little about bit. It. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my son's name is Ronaldo. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you understand he was named after a president, right? I'm not going to lie. I would name my son Leroy. That's but a cool just name. Just ask this is a badass name. Leroy Jenkins. Leroy. Have you seen that? Uh, it's like um, a. It's an old meme. I just know this is Leroy Jenkins from uh, South Carolina Auto Trim. <laughs> ah, Leroy up. Jenkins, man, that's that's a funny old meme. If you look into it at one point, um, <laughs> say say less. Uh, yeah, I mean, some footballers have cool names like uh, Robert Lewandowski. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bobby. <laughs> Bobinho. Oh, that was going in. Yeah, um, but anyway. Yeah, what were we talking about, man? That, that kind of digressed. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, we were talking about... Oh, the, the, the Champions League. Okay, yeah, so yeah, next yeah. game up is... Uh... <laughs> Whoa! Club Bruges. Uh, uh... At home, got a draw. Double hockey sticks. Yeah. Against the big, bad PSG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> um, are we going to make a mountain out of a molehill? Or... I don't know. Well, it's important to mention that, unfortunately, Kylian Mbappe did suffer an injury, was not able to return to the match. Uh, I don't know if that's the excuse for it, but they were missing a valuable player, and Messi still looks like he's getting to know the team. He had one good chance where he did hit the corner of the crossbar, like right where they both meet, which would have been a belter for a debut, but... Um, he didn't, and um, you know they suffered. They scored one goal, which was a great pass actually from Killian himself to Ander Herrera, who finishes it. You know, first time just in the beginnings of the box, and and nothing. You know, that that was their only real, you know, menacing source of offense. And then you know, Club Rouge is no slump, man. That's a good team from Belgium. That's the top team right now. Currently. Okay, but where where in Club Rouge would they be in say the Premier League? 
Oh, oh, that's a really tough one to calculate, but that's like a... 14th place? That's being nice, yeah. That's like a relegation fighting team, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, I don't think they're that good. Maybe maybe like a 15, yeah. Okay, so we're talking about PSG struggling against against, uh, Newcastle. Yeah. And to be and, fair, and is that a, is is that like something? I don't know. Is what excuse does PSG have? Oh, that might be a foul, huh? Ah, no, he's he's big. That's he's a, a big boy. That's a he's forearm, a son. That's not a football move. Um, uh, PSG. Do you think they have a Pochettino problem? No, no, it's too early to say that. It's way too early for me. I think this, you know, this beginning stage is always like, you know, it's not a fair representation. You know, teams will make adjustments. And if they don't, I think if if it's the third game into Champions League and these results continue, I think it's time to worry. But because uh, at the end of the day, PSG created more. They did more. They deserved more. They didn't get it. That's a problem. But, you know, I still think they have potential to. I think everyone expects um, when you see that trident, you expect them to roll over competition. You expect them to mm-hmm. just demolish everybody in the way. And some people expect it like to happen first week, first month, and I think that's the unrealistic part of it. Can this team be a pop piping offense? For sure, but I don't. I, to, for it to happen in week one, week two, week three. I think they need some time. Statistically speaking, Club Bruges, uh, while they conceded a lot of possession, um, mm-hmm. they had 16 shots, 7 on goal, and PSG had 9 shots and only 4 on goal. Mm. So PSG were more efficient. They had more menacing shots, but, uh, you know. I think the percentage is about the same. Because mm. f- 7 out of 16 Versus four out of nine. That's that's about the same. I, yeah, like, the percentage uh, efficiency, is it's efficiency. A, it's a little bit but, more but in, in terms in favor of, like, of, of in terms of, of PSG, like, in terms of hard numbers. Mm-hmm. Bruce still got more shots on goal. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be a problem, I think. I think it's it's it. If you see the the type of shots that they were, I think that puts it in much better context. I think for for shots that's valid. Like, that, I think that's know, valid for shots that come in the run of play because Club Bruges one thing they do have, and I know because I, I used to watch them pretty frequently when I'd watch Anderlecht and when I'd watch them to watch Ethan Horvath, and um, a few other players that uh, you know played for the U.S. Damn, you're that dedicated to your national player. Yeah, I'm really passionate about the national team because it's not, it's cool to know a factor before he becomes one, but you know it's like. In in the position of Bruges, it's like I can I can see how they did it, you know, because they they do specialize in spe- set pieces as well, uh, since they got a pretty physical team. Uh, but you know, I think if PSG would have lost and not even scored once, it'd be much more of a problem. But you know, they show signs of of promising moments. You know, I think it's still early to uh, to uh, jump to conclusions. You know, and I think Bruges is going to. It's gonna still give- disappointing. I think. Yeah, like I'm gonna tell you now, I wouldn't be surprised for Bruce to give City trouble on on some crazy shit. Like that's just how football is. Sometimes. Is um, 
And uh, you know, just to make the like the analogy analogy a little more full, fully fleshed out, is PSG a Premier League competing team if they're in in England? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't expect them to in their first season, though, would you? Well, I don't think super teams work work out the way they do. I, I said that when when Messi first signed, it just doesn't work that way. It takes time. It takes time, and I think like that's why I don't want to overreact to this one game. And um, uh, I know they don't always turn out to be what they you might think they be, but I think in, with, with given with due given time, I think they will kind of uh, flesh out and, and you know find their purpose. And I think Pochettino learned a lot from that game. Didn't lose, you know. Obviously, didn't win, which which by the way is a big result for City as well. You know, now City are, are top leaders. Um, in that respect so I mean PSG is gonna have to fight us to not be little bro and I'm not tripping because we're gonna make them little bro but I mean you think so yeah yeah I ain't tripping on them that's a bum ass team I hate PSG but <laughs> but they're better than what they showed us I have to I know they are well yeah I, I don't think I don't think today is the uh, bad day at the office today's not the rule it's the exception for uh, PSG in terms of playing against Club Rouge um, but it, I don't know. It's not nothing. It's not just oh, it's growing pains. Kind of sucked ass, you know. That's that's the reality. And you can suck ass. You're allowed to suck ass now and then. It, there's there's those days. In fact, it's highly encouraged so it's by not, some. Oh wait, you you mean like hypothetically? Oh, you don't want to suck ass, man. That, that's um. Have uh, you ever unplugged a a drain? Ah. Uh, Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of City, um, they beat uh, Red Bull Leipzig uh, 63 Ener- at home. Oh, energy drink Leipzig. Energy drink Leipzig. Uh, it gives you wings! Yeah. Well, I bet they wish they had some today, son. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did, but... But we gave them a six-piece. But City had more wings, apparently. Yeah. And it should have been more you, too. You uh, <laughs> you uh, feel good about the game? Yeah, yeah. You don't feel bad about conceding three goals? I feel great about scoring six. Hmm. I feel great about scoring six. I feel great about seeing where the goals came from. I'm pretty sure Pep hated conceding three. Well, no, no. Pep loves these games. He he he's always said he's preferred a six three. Or not? I'm saying six. Maybe to watch compared compared to a a one nil. Were the goals that they can? Because I didn't watch the game live. Um, I still have to catch up on that. The goals were were very situational. Uh, One of them took two bounces in the box, like two headers and one you know tapping. Which no shame on that, but it wasn't like a direct goal type of thing. But I think uh, today capitalized one of City's weaknesses right now defensively is, is defending the aerial ball. So they're going to learn a lot from that, I think. Well, one thing to note was that Laporte and John Stones were not available. Oh, yeah. John and, Stones. And uh, Nathaniel Aka is uh, proven to be... Uh, he can be shotty. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's quite... He's a risk to, to start, but against a team like Leipzig... Who's actually a good team? They're a decent team, yeah. It's not if like, they were in the prem, they'd probably be um, walking you know, the league, like Tottenham, beating everybody. Yeah. Oh wait, what? I like Tottenham. We're in September, but anyways, uh, 
No, the thing is, um, I, I I think uh, typically they'd clean up their act more. The goals they gave up were a bit unlucky, but, you know, fair play to Leipzig, though, because they make it a tough team. Yeah, they make it... No, I mean, they make it a, a tough game, sorry. No, Leipzig is a good team, and I think they score on a lot of teams, especially the way City were playing. They are playing very progressive, very forward, very risky. Joao Cancelo stepping up, scoring bangers. Ake scoring, I mean... Pick your poison. You want Gabriel Jesus, you want... Grealish, who had a, a great curler, man. Yeah. Am I crazy, but have uh, City conceded a little bit more? What do you mean? Oh, if City deserved to concede more? Conceded more. Would I be worried? Yeah, versus... La- no, 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 I'm saying no. But am I crazy, or have City been conceding a little bit more lately than oh, they did this last year? Season? Yeah, this season, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's very early in the season, you know, Um but, you know, last season was just uh, one of the best defensive seasons they've ever had. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to live up to that standard because that's not the way City set out to play. But it's the way that they prefer to play. Not like, defensively. Like scoring, scoring a bunch, but also not conceding a whole lot. I think any team, no matter what yeah, style yeah, you no, play, of course. you want to have that clean sheet. But I think City are okay with conceding. I mean, the defenders are never going to be okay. The goalkeeper never. They want to not... Do it, it sucks. Man. It sucks when you can when a team concedes, and you're doing well otherwise on fantasy. Uh, that yeah. shit pisses me off, man. Yeah, yeah. But you know, a good game for City. I think they showed their versatility offensively. What a take! Wow, good and, turn. And and yeah, I mean, I think City are still favorites to fuck? to go to the final dance again. But we'll have to wait and see how the. You think so? Why wouldn't they? Their favorites to to make the the Champions I don't think League final. Favorites right now to make the. I'm not saying to win the whole thing, but to make the Champions League final, I think they are. But that's just my opinion, and obviously I'm a fan. Yeah, they're contenders. They're a team that has improved. They're not a team that has regressed. At the end of the I day, I would say that they about the same. Grealish showed today that the other side that we have now scored a great curler, and was just a threat the whole game. I can't say Kuna Guerrero was a big miss because he didn't play enough. And instead, we added a player. And I can only see us getting slightly better because of that. Um, it's not a big difference, but I still see us as, as favorites. But, uh, you know, this was a good sign. Defensively, yeah, maybe an eye-opener. But Leipzig, is, that's what they're known for, you know. They have a pretty blistering attack. Fols- Forsberg was picking some good passes, I have to say. Uh, and Tyler Adams, what a presser. Um, but... Yeah, I think City deservedly win. Oh yeah, they should they should be beating our Leipzig anyway. Like like you guys should be beating Inter, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean both handled the job. Right. Um, we just scored six times the amount, and we conceded three times, or maybe more than three times since the value was zero. But that's football. Um. Atletico draws with Porto 0-0, nil-nil, donuts. Um, you know, both teams that are kind of... Um, Defensive-minded. Defensive-minded, so... I'm I'm going to catch that game. I didn't happen to catch that game. I'm not terribly interested, but... It, you know, maybe I'll have the insomnia tonight. Who knows? Uh, so, moving on from that, uh, Liverpool hosting Milan, which is... An iconic type match, and it's actually the first time both teams have played at the Anfield. Uh, 
At Anfield, I'm sorry. Uh, the Anfield. What, wow, a fucking what an American. American. Fucking American. Fucking Americans. Uh, Liverpool wins 3-2 to two off of uh, Steven Gerrard's goal from the edge of the box. But uh, fuck, man. What a game. Up and down, down and up, side to side. Yeah. How do you feel? You're uh, a Milan guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Milan played well. Uh, Liverpool were always on the front foot. Uh, Mignon, the keeper, did his best, and at the end of the day, conceded three good goals, had a nice penalty stop. And, um, you know, Milan, I think we're just happy to be in it. And and that that's that's where it ends, really. I, I think those, those are the two teams that make it out of the group. <gasps> Uh, but we'll have to see. You know, it's it's a really fun tournament right now, and and teams like that make it you know more entertaining for sure. Great yeah. team goals, by the way, by Milan as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Milan is actually pretty good. I I, I like the way that that they're playing. I, I happen to catch a little bit of them um, on Sunday. I think um, not really not really sure and uh, I know Slatan scored yeah happened to be the most casual goal I've ever fucking seen yeah I mean he tries to tie a shooting just jogs up the field and uh, I don't even remember who picks the pass yeah it squares was, uh, it Rebic. and uh, you know yeah, wraps easy, it up and sends it home easy money easy money that and guy, then you know? following that is uh, Sporting Lisbon dropping five to Ajax Sebastian one. Sebastian West Ham reject. Uh, Nor- Norwegian product, right? Ah. Uh, or is he? You might be right. No, I, ah, I forget, man. Yeah. Well, we have the magic of the internet to check right now. Ah. Uh, I want to say he's German, but I might be mistaken. He's not German. <laughs> Sebastian Holler is a. Uh, who's he representing? Oh. He's he's representing uh, the I- Ivory Coast. Is he? Where, yeah. was, where was he born? Let's see here. France. Ah, uh, damn. Why do you think he was Norwegian? He's 27. No kidding. I thought he was like 21 or something. I thought he was pretty young. Sebastian Haller. Yeah, he's representing the Ivory Coast like uh yeah yeah. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, um Yeah f- fucking four goals, huh? Go on. He had a pretty good uh streak last season too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, that's his level. Yeah. Um anyway that's on Alvarez level. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, finishing off the Champions League uh, match day is uh, uh, Inter- In- Internazionale Milan versus uh, Real Madrid. You already know what time it is. 1-0. Clean sheet. Rodrigo Goes. Um, Ina. That's all there is to it. Yeah, not much to say about that match. Nothing at all. Yeah, just a bunch of passes being lost, possession, sloppy. I mean, you would think you're watching Europa Conference League, if I'm honest. But, yeah, uh, the team ekes out a goal in the end, and uh, that's football. You win. You get three points. It's all worth the same at the end. So, fair play. They eked out a win. 
the one thing, but you'd prefer a one nil over a six three. I'm just asking because some people would think that, but I'm like, at the end of the day, the six three has three plus goal differentials. So, who's really and who? And the goal differential means what at the uh, end of the day? Means fuck all, unless it's the tiebreaker for the spot, and um, you're not too arsed. No, I think we could have beat them better. Yeah. If everyone scored on every shot opportunity, then um, there'd be a lot more goals. Well, if Minan had a dick, she'd be me grandpa, wouldn't she? Well, if Minan had a dick, then uh, my grandpa would be a faggot, too. <laughs> but, uh, no, well, I'm just, I'm just trolling. Him, I'm a Barca fan. According to him, um, I'm just trolling. I, I think... Uh, I think that given um, Inter's current state, they're not Italian champions. They're but defending Italian they're champions. They're defending, yeah, yeah. But they're not going to be Italian champions in about eight months or nine months, however long it's going to be. Uh, so for uh, Real Madrid to struggle, mm-hmm. I mean, they're still a quality team. I'm not going to take away from that. It's quality time. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I would like to win a little bit better, for sure. But I think I think Madrid can win a lot of games pretty comfortably. So, so the fact that we didn't concede anything is good, but yeah. I'd like another goal. Because 2-0 looks a lot better than 1-0, right? For sure. Yeah, I mean, do you like the big one or the little one? I mean, well, obviously, I mean, 4-0 would be great. Yeah, yeah. Not too many people had clean sheets. And I don't, again, I don't consider 0 0 clean sheet. Ah, uh, fair, fair play. What if you're West Brom against City and you get 0 0? It feels like a win, doesn't it? it well, to West Brom, yeah. but to City, it's a, it's a loss. Yeah. And uh, equally, I would equally. not consider that a clean sheet. But staying on the Italian topic, since an, an Italian boss is at the head right now, um, what's your early assessment on. Carlo Ancelotti. It's it's been very uh, little time, but early early thoughts. Well, we're conceding more goals, but football is a lot more entertaining. I will say that I've always liked that about him. Um, the, no, the football has been very entertaining, and uh, as far as the def- defense goes, it's competent. And let's not forget, we lost Sergio Ra- Ramos and Varane and, and Rafael Varane. So it's two. We can't expect too much out of them, but for example, last week missing on um, on David Alaba and uh, who was the other defender that that we were missing out on? Um, oh, we've been missing Ferdinand Mendy uh, the the whole season oh, so far. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know it's been a big loss. So I think once those guys can come back and and Alaba made it back on um, Champions League, you know, which I think can contribute to the uh, to contributed to the clean sheet that we had. Um, you know, it, you know, it's too hard to be tough on them, especially when we won five to two. Uh, and those goals, granted, every time that Santa de Vigo attacked it, it looked a little bit dangerous. But the goals that they did happen to score were kind of a, you know, they were kind of happenstance. Yeah, like one bounced off the post, and the, like one, I think Santi Mina turned around and pulled it back. And it hit the post, and when he turned around, the ball happened to be right at his face. Uh, and Courtois was already given. 
I like know, Santi Mina. Just, just put it away. Oh no, he, a he's, a, he's a good player. Yeah. Uh, and then the other guy, I forgot who scored it. So I mean, we'll we'll talk about it when I review. But you know, it's tough to be uh, so down on them. But yeah, the offense is definitely a lot more electrifying. I'm gonna especially say, with Vinny. I'm gonna say I like watching Ancelotti's Real Madrid so far more than I liked Zidane's from last year. Yeah, not, well, not previous. Yeah, time, yeah. Well, Zidane last year. And we have to remember that they dealt with injury after injury after injury. And he knew he was his head was on the guillotine. Yeah, already. so every time every time he had a pull-out result, he did. And albeit not always entertaining, albeit always not the safest of conditions. But, you know, he made it happen. And the injuries were be, really a big part of last season. Uh, I will say that uh, Hazard is picking up form. Not quite Chelsea Hazard, but... At this point, you'll take uh, just a I, competent player. I'll, I'll take a ten percent Hazard these days. Yeah, to be honest with you, a twenty thirty percent Hazard versus whatever has been shown the last three seasons. Um, but yeah, we're uh, Real Madrid entertaining at yeah. the very least, and I and uh, that, I will know, say that I'm yeah. liking I'm liking what what we've been so far, especially with the development of Vinny, uh, Vinicius. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's head into the Premier League reviews and let's uh, kind of uh, start to wrap this thing up. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's start from last Saturday, September 11th, moment of silence. Uh, Crystal Palace gives Tottenham a beating. Yes, sir. They boom. Three to zero. Wilfred Zaha with the brace. And uh, no, um. No, Wolfers hit a penalty, uh-huh. but uh, Debut- Ed- debutant Edouard, <laughs> Edouard, Celtic former Celtic player. He hit a brace, and in the end, uh, Loris had to brace himself. <laughs> but a uh, big story was uh, Jeff Tenganga, uh, Netflix Maldini, <laughs> uh, got a red card um, before all that occurred, so uh, that might have played a part into it. Uh, kind of tricked everybody into thinking he's good because of his intensity and physicality. He's a good player, but uh, I don't know if he's necessarily a Maldini type guy. Is he on on Dombele's level? <laughs> yeah, maybe because uh, <laughs> he had a great start to the season. So we'll see. And uh, moving on, uh, Arsenal finally get a win against Norwich. Uh, and uh, Obama Yang scores against Norwich. Obama what? Nor- Norwich, the perennial yo-yo club. Yeah. Probably continue that trajectory. They'll go up, they'll go down, but this time they'll stay upside down. I don't know. I think I say they stay this year, but we'll see. Then now this next team four four losses in a row? Yeah, it's early in the season. I mean, what I you know, like leagues aren't won in the first four and they're not lost in it, so I mean, they have enough time. They have a top manager. I think it's just a, a matter of time. They've had they to play some. have a top manager. Oh, you don't like uh, Fark? I think he's top. I think. I a, think they've easily been beaten every game. Well, with the resources they have, yeah. I mean, they're not going to win well, that many I games. I mean, the resources aren't going to get. Uh, the resources aren't going to get any better. No, I mean the 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 players they've invested in are barely playing their third, fourth games. You know, with the team, but I think they'll they'll improve and. Far, Daniel Fark is, I think, one of the. He's like a Graham Potter to me. He's not, and his team is not as good as Brighton's, but I think good enough to stay up. But you know, uh, 
I think right now there was you know their schedule is gonna look murky. They played they had to play City. They had to play a few other tough opponents. So realistically, I don't know if they would have won much of that, you know. But fair enough. Yeah. Uh, for the following match, Brentford loses to Brighton. Trossard scores the only goal in the late minutes, and Brentford for me is a team that is gonna get relegated. But we'll see. Lots of season left. Following that, Leicester falls zero one or one zero to uh, City. Bernardo Silva scores the only goal. Um, I I thought Leicester were It was fortunate. a pretty hard-fought game. That, that was a really good match. That was a good match. I thought City could have scored a few more, though. You know, it's just Le- a matter Leicester of- had a few chances, and they created a, a bit of a play in the final third. A few. Yeah, when they were in offside, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah they, they did find themselves offside a bit. But, yeah, uh, that's their problem right now. You know, Harvey Barnes is a uh, man. I, I really like him. He's a, He's a good player for sure. Yeah, I think a few teams could stand to use a player like that. Come on, Sonny, stay on your feet. Yeah, but, you know, not much to say about that City game. I I actually predicted them to lose, but they proved me wrong, which I'm okay about. And the next match would be United, Manchester United against Newcastle United. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Newcastle just stood no match, really, for, for Manchester and uh you know what a strike by bruno by the way yeah yeah i mean he had a lot of space and time but i mean from that distance you'd hope that he hits what a shot um yeah four to one four to one easy money next match southampton west ham nil nil draw mikel antonio gets a red card in the dying minutes so that's for for his fantasy owners take the good with the bad this is the first bad thing he does all season had a phenomenal start now things are evening out that's just the soccer gods but um yeah and that uh, that that probably netted me a win yeah 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 it's true well i I won by i I won by a good margin a decent margin like it wasn't like one or two points yeah next match though uh, watford falls to wolves and uh you know wolves win wins quite handedly and i saw the second goal by he chan uh, in Korean commentary, and the the commentators were going crazy. So it's it's always pretty cool to see when when that happens, uh, and good for Wolves who have a great international scouting department, uh, from what it seems. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like any player is English. Nah, not really anymore. I mean, even Connor Cody, he's not even English. He scouts. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, next match, so uh, we have Chelsea beating Villa. I mean, easy money. Brace for Lukaku. I think Golden Boot certified. Uh, very early, though. Very early. Yeah, but yeah, I just yeah, say yeah, that yeah, because yeah. he has recent experience in the Prem, and he's in his prime currently. Let's get in, Cheech. Sorry. Uh, uh, Galaxy just equalized with Houston right now. Uh, Chicharito scores. but um, Finally. Yeah. No, he's finally back in the lineup. He's healthy. Uh, but Really? Yeah. I thought he was, he's been in there the whole time. No, he had, been, he had missed a, a few games. Uh, and then the final match was Liverpool beating Leeds quite handedly. Salah, Mane, and Fabinho score. And Leeds, again, continuing their poor form. You can't expect them to beat Liverpool, though. But still, you know, it's, um, it's you know, if we're talking about relegation-bound sides, Leeds are, are looking like one currently. But I, I, I trust that they'll improve. And, uh, I think, uh, I, yeah, I think Leeds are kind of having a little bit of a hangover from their uh, Premier League. Are they taking the Mick? I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised by them, really. You said they were 12. <laughs> you said they're gonna end 12th in the league, bro. 
Did I? No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm clowning. I mean, that I mean, that would kind of be right. realistic, yeah. yeah. But now they look like 18th, you know, so. Yeah, they're they're at risk. Yeah, they also got to work a master class. But anyways, staying in Merseyside, next match, Everton beat Burnley um, 3-1. You know, uh, Keane, Townsend, what a belter by Townsend, by the way. And uh, Damari Gray scoring uh, to Ben Mee's only goal on the set piece, as you would expect. And yeah, expected 3-1, uh, you know, good result for Everton and Rafa Benitez. Yeah, and that's it for the Premier League matches. Do you want to do a, a preview? Sure. And we'll call it a night after that. All right. Um, Friday, Newcastle hosting Leeds. Wow. Two um, <laughs> pretty even teams. Yeah. I'll take Leeds on that one. Same, same. I'll take uh, Leeds 1-0. 1-0, yeah. That's about right. Jack then, Harrison. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Saturday, uh, Wolves hosting Brentford. I'll take Wolves 2-0. Same, same. I'll take them 1-0. The next one's pretty interesting. Uh, Burnley hosting uh-huh. Arsenal. Um, Arsenal 2-0 for me. You think so? Yeah. I'll I, take a 2-1. I told Amokar that I think Arsenal are going to go on a 5-0 run. I'm uh, 5-0, 5-0. Like, they're going to be... 5-game f- run. 5-game, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, next game, Liverpool against Crystal Palace. Cristambul. I think this is going to surprise people. I think 2-1 uh, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, for some reason, always plays well against Liverpool. And they did get a good win. So, now you could think that they might be able to build off of it. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's a draw. Draw, not one, bad. One one. City against Southampton. Uh, it looks like City are, are finally picking up some form, albeit some defensive worries. But you know, in terms of offense, they don't have much to worry about. I'll say two nil. Yeah, they don't have to really worry about Southampton. Really, no. it's about right. Yeah, uh, next match, Norwich against Watford. No, two relegation-bound teams. Yeah, I'll take Norwich for the win, though. We don't care. Oh. Watford look really bad. Uh, I mean, they have their moments, but they just don't look like a serious team in the Prem this year. So, yeah, I have Norwich winning 2-0. Okay, they're at home. Yeah, next match, Villa-Everton. Not a bad match. I'll take Everton for the win, 1-0. I'll take a, a Villa 1-0. No doubt, no doubt. And then uh, Brighton hosting Leicester. That's a good one. I'll take yeah. a 1-1 draw myself. Same. No. Oh, you're taking a Leicester win. I'm taking Leicester 1-0. Yeah. Uh, West Ham against Man United. This is always a good match. Always. Uh, for some reason, they always make it a good one. Um, and I think they will again. I have a 2-2 draw. I have a 2-1 Manchester United. Ronaldo Brace. Uh, Ronaldo. 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 Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, let's get a little bit of Ronaldo and let's get a bit of Mason Greenwood. Mason Greenwood's had a pretty good start. So, so bad uh, is he tiny little player? Yeah. And then... Uh, Chelsea against Spurs. Call me crazy, but I'll take Tottenham. Oh, I'll call you crazy, all right. I have Chelsea winning. I'll take a Kane Brace. I'll take... I wouldn't be mad at that, but I, I'll take a Chelsea 2-1. Uh, goal from Lukaku, goal from Marcos Alonso, y nada. <laughs> but I, I just think Chelsea... That would do good team. for me in fantasy terms. But yeah, yeah, no, that's why I said it, bro. You're looking out for me with Kane, I'm looking out for you with Alonso. <laughs> yeah. So 3-2. Two. 
I guess. <laughs> That's a tough one, though. It's going to be a good game. It's a good game. I like Tuchel more, though. All right. So that's it for our review preview. Uh, we would do La Liga, but I don't have time for that. Um, but anyway, uh, two guys, two mics, two pints. Anything else? No, I think that's uh, everything on that, man. It's been a great pod. Thanks, to everybody, for listening. And, yeah, cheers. All right, everybody. Take care. Take care of your mentals and chickens. <laughs> Bye.